Hey guys, welcome back to the Milf Millennial. Sydney is back. I'm back. Bookie's back, 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 back mm, again, again, mm, again. Mm. Bookie's back, back, back. Tell your friends. All right, you know how the rest goes. I like that. That should be your opener. I do like but that. Like Ben Ed Ryan. Yes. Bookie and Ryan. You know. Yeah. Bookie and Ryan. Ryan. All right. What's and up, everybody? What's going on with your week? We missed you. Oh, thanks. Even though Carmen was awesome. Carmen, you held it down, girl. She oh. We talked about living with your significant other, bachelorettes. If you guys haven't listened, she it was a fun little, yeah, little pod with little Carmen. Yeah, she was a little twist. I yeah. love her. I miss you, Carm. Come yeah, back I in my life. Yeah, I we all need to have Do a girls' something. night soon. Yeah. yeah. How was Shayla's graduation? Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, I was gone um, last week because one of my younger sisters graduated high school, so I was brought back to memories of me graduating high school, which I was like, oh my God, get me out. But... um. <laughs> No, it was nice. It was really nice. It's just crazy that time just flies so fast and like where life is going, you know? So it's just crazy that the third out of the four There's of us. There's one left. Yeah. That's so wild. Is literally, you know, doing her own thing. How was Kim? Did she cry? She did cry because I think with Shayla this time, she felt like, hey, Shay, by the way, shout out to you graduating. But, she um, listened? She listened one time in the car. Aww. She like shushed her like, boyfriend at the time. She was like, oh my God, shh, 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 shh. Aw, that's but, cute. Um, yeah, but... um. Anyway, though, my mom did cry because she felt like with Shayla, she's very quiet. All of all, she's not like the rest of, you know, a couple of us. Where mm-hmm. We're very loud, outgoing. We have strong personalities. Yeah. Shayla does in certain times, but she really just keeps herself. No drama, no nothing. At least at home, she's like that. Yeah. Um, so she's not about any of that stuff. She's quiet to herself, and she comes off, you know, we say she's such a bitch. Yeah, like badass. That's how she is. She's just to yeah. herself. Yeah, doesn't care about anything. She just goes with the flow. Um, so my mom was just more emotional about that because, you know, she's a person that she feels like she's so quiet. Yeah. You, know. you think but, she worries about her a little bit? Like going to I don't college? think so. I don't think she ever worries about any of us, honestly. Yeah. I think she just, I mean, she obviously worries for her kids, but right. not in the sense that we won't be okay. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's crazy to see your kids, you know, each go to college one step of the way and what different experience they both yeah. have or all of them have. Oh, yeah. So with me being the oldest and then now Shayla's the third out of the four and she only has one more at home mm-hmm. and it's more just more alarming to her now that being an empty nester is you know yeah. coming closer but like i said um you know brad's been an empty nester for 10 years now so he should okay. be all right yeah <laughs> he should be good yeah um how was the rest of your week my week was holiday weekend good. yeah oh holiday weekend was nice i did go to the pool with Braden for his first real experience in the pool for memorial day you should post Monday. the pic Oh my God, yeah, yes, I will post that. Okay. You guys can see our little um, That'd be cute Bray kick in the off pool. Summer. Last year we took him one time and it was, you know, it was fine, but he was four months old. You know, yeah. he can't remember. This is his true experience. Jumping like in it? the water with this, you know, in his floaty, riding around. Yeah, yeah so it was nice. Um, how was your week? It was good. Yeah. You know, spent some family time. I really came home this weekend, which was nice to see him. And then we just hung out as a fam, which is always nice since Nick's away, so. Yeah. And he's in D.C., guys. Yeah, he's outside um, D.C. in Arlington with his girlfriend. Um, So, yeah, it was a fun weekend. The week kind of dragged, even though it was only a four-day week. But Didn't it seem kind of long, though, in a sense? Very long. And I hate saying that. Whoever says that a weekend is too long. Like, what kind of person are you that can say, oh, this weekend was too long? When I come back to work, four-day weeks seem like two weeks in one week. I don't get it. It's so weird. But then we were begging for the weekend not to end. But we get a four-day weekend, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's still Monday. Living for the weekend's depressing. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's life. Yeah, true that, girl. sucks. Did you have a peak and pit of the week? My peak, so today, Sean, Brayden, and I, we went to go see an apartment that we're thinking about. We end up liking it, so I think we're applying for it tonight. So we can have our own space and, you know, all that stuff. I love my home, but at the same time, it's time to, you know, grow up. Leave the nest. 
Like my mom says, learn to budget my own fucking money. So that's always um, fun. It's really real is. fun, you know. Not you know stressful at all. Horror girls are really sarcastic, so it's not fucking no, it's fun. No, it's not, and it's stressful. Um, and I'm learning that. So anyway. Excel sheet. So Tom hooked me up with exactly. Um, but then besides that, I didn't really have a pit though. I really was trying to think. I said somewhere along the other living with those two boys. I mean, probably. A little I don't know. Waking sometimes. up in the middle of the night, but last night Braden woke me up at 4 a.m. and I was cool. I was ready to go. Sydney. So that was probably Sean's pit because he was pretty pissed off. But <laughs> I was good. <laughs> I was good. I was ready to go. I said, "You want to play? I'm fine. You don't have to go to sleep." Yeah. But um, did you? What was your pit? Um, my pit was Monday. I left my groceries at work because I grocery shop sometimes on my break, so that was fun. Um, and that that just set the tone for the week. I That's nice. Like, I had one of those weeks where like everything is annoying me. Yeah, you know? I feel it. And work, I was just. I'm just drained at work mentally, and I need I, something's got to got to change. You got to pop something to get through the day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was just it's just been a long week. Um, so go ahead. What I was gonna say today we are drinking oh, by no other sponsor than our wine rep, Tom Armel. Yes. We are having today. It's from Kirkland's, which it's is Costco. Costco. Yeah. And um, you know, I said Costco. it wrong before. What's oh, you did. It's Sonoma. It's Sonoma. from Sonoma Valley. Yes. yes. And it's a Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Again, wow. Tom with a great Chardonnay. I literally hate Chardonnay. You don't I like it? I That happened the first time we had oh, a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, you know, Tom hooks us up with the great wine choices, and I do like this one. Um, Costco, sponsor us. <laughs> please. Uh, please, because we do need that <laughs> We can be some up. wine gals. Especially if I'm going to get this apartment, I need the hookup. Yeah. So let the me know. Muscle. Slide in the DM. Um, um, we got a couple... Um, peaks and pits from our viewers so we're probably going to keep going with this i think for a little bit yeah, guys to... please join in on this i know it's like oh my god i really don't want to do this i really don't want to tell my business it doesn't have to be out there like i was trying to pay attention with riley was telling me about who's you know coming in or who's telling mm-hmm. what, about their weeks and stuff just say it, it makes it more fun yeah you know, we and we're not to... going to say your name exactly we want to make this right. fun and it's fun for us fun for you especially our women viewers and stuff out there like mm-hmm. let's just make it fun we could all be together this is something i look forward to in my week and i want it to be looked forward in your week that you can get some advice yeah on it. wait wait i have a good one for you oh god why me and cindy can over this one okay so <laughs> her peak was listening to you guys oh that, that was, was really nice. nice and her pit was dealing with douchebag oh fuck girl <laughs> honey i am the queen of this one so what do you need to know cindy just put her wine down <laughs> Yeah, I put my wine down. What do you need to know? I can tell you where to escape, who to text first, who not to text back, where to hide. Let me know. Okay, we got to cut it short, though. She's just, no, like, dealing with one. Okay. Um, what? So the advice on how to deal with a douchebag, really? Yeah. Um, get out. Get out. Get the fuck out, really. I think it's hard to get in that cycle of he's treating me good, he's treating me bad, like, up and down. But, like, if you're in the beginning of a relationship and you're already having the up and down, it's time to go. It's It's just... From experience, anyway, just the up and downs, anyway, they're already mm-hmm. so draining. Right. Um, so I feel like you just look at yourself in the mirror, and honestly, I know it's harder said than done, but look at yourself in the mirror and just know what you expect out of mm-hmm. life. Right. And I don't want to make it spiritual or anything, but like look and just like literally look down and be like, what do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. And literally be like, if this person's not going to do that or we're not matching up eye to eye and you're looking at them like, eh, more yeah. than like, oh my God, yes, it's time to go. And if you've been talking to them for like one or two months and they're already making you feel like garbage what do you think it's gonna be like two, uh, right. three years later because honey i'm telling you right now right it ain't does not get better so right it ain't getting better so just but. know at the end of the day you deserve a lot better and totally. just you don't always need someone to be happy so it's better to be single focus on your own individual be happiness and i would say everyone's like oh my god it's so much harder when you're by yourself but 
It is, but in a sense, I feel like I had to get somewhere being mm-hmm. individual and finding my own happiness rather than, you know, doing it over and over and over again right. and just hitting the same bump on my head right. over and over. I just feel like you have to um, find yourself first a little, right. give yourself a little and bit of time. And it helps once you get into that relationship because you, then you're happy with yourself and then you, you know you back want. on it and you're so happy. You're like having all these funny memories of like, yeah. you're like figuring out your own things. I remember living with you guys. I was just like, oh my God, all these girls have boyfriends. What the hell am I going to do? I'm just in my apartment. You did though, in a mm. sense. But, um, I mean, you didn't but deserve I, was just like, that title. I was like waiting for the call at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, hopefully he'll text me back tonight. You know, we're good. And so he's like, Rye, I'm going to blah, blah's house. It's 2 a.m. I'm like, see ya. I'm like, yeah, we're just have my Jimmy John's ready for me and we're good to go. <laughs> Inside <laughs> oh, Okay. But, okay. But yeah, just at the end of the day, like. You deserve a lot better, and life's better without a douchebag. Exactly. Trust me. Don't waste girl. your damn girl. Exactly. You got it. Um, someone else. Oh, people are just so nice. My peak listening to your podcast. See, guys, we appreciate the support so you much. Like, it's so like nice. we have not expected this much support, though. Honestly, we did not expect yeah. it. We were like, our parents are going to listen, a couple of our friends, and that is. It. But we've heard from like friends from Aurora, like my friends from school, Cindy's friends from college, like kids that went to high school with us but we don't really talk to like the support's just been really awesome, awesome. so and living in the a-town you know yeah a-town sticks together if you don't know they we do. live in aurora so i mean Small holler town. at your agreement yeah and then the pit was weather yes it's I been don't raining know every day this summer is it's downpouring right now i mean i'm not a person i don't need it to be 90 every day i mean i like it it's but the like rain nice. and the dark but the rain literally i mean are we gonna have sun no. I don't care if it's 69 or 75 and, like, whatever. At least it's, it's sunny. Sun. Like, I can't even take Brayden out. You know how boring it is in the house and I yeah, literally girl. just sit there and do the same shit every day because I, and then I get into this rut. Mom's, it's like winter almost. Yeah, it's mom's like, going to agree with this one if you're a mama out there. Um, you're getting you get stuck in this crazy. rut and you don't know how to, you know, change up your routine with yeah. your kids. And then it's you tough. get, like, I'm sure, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I'm sure you get cranky because you're just, you feel stuck in the house and the baby's cranky. It's just like, yep, it's a whirlwind. Right. And I only have one. So shout out to the moms that have yeah, three out there. Three, I've entertained two, three yeah. kids. My Woo. God. Um, someone else said peak was seeing my fam over the weekend. Always good to see the fam, especially over the long weekend and living away from home. And the pit was going to work and realizing everyone is still on vacation. Oh, that's, that's the, the worst. worst. My one coworker is going on a two week vacation. I'm like, that is you. the worst. Guys, right now it's pouring raining outside. So if you hear a little oh, pitter-patter, you know, really it's rain. Down. It's pouring right now. It's a monsoon right now. But that is the worst. When you but come you, back to work and oh, yeah. everyone's gone. I just, it's so depressing because it's like, right, why am I here? Or I should have called off or I should have said I couldn't right. work. Or like the long weekend you get in like a routine of, oh my God, it's so nice to be off. And you want to be on vacation and then Tuesday comes. In a sense, like, it makes me in a bad mood because I literally yes. just want to like leave yes. and I don't want to be there and doesn't make me enjoy my and job And waking up Tuesday more. morning, you're like, nah. Um, uh, someone else said, uh, <laughs> the timer wasn't even going. So that was nice. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, we have to have a timer so we don't get cut off. Um, the peak is balled out at Whole Foods. <laughs> you know what? My sister was that my sister? No. Okay. Sorry. See, you don't get any anonymous. You no, know, you don't get so anonymous. Balled out at Whole Foods. No, she is the queen of Whole Foods. I have yeah. to hear this bitch. Oh my God. She was home last weekend. My sister lives in Cincinnati. And she was making her veggie burger. She's all into this, you know, these foods and yeah. all of a sudden making herself healthy. And this bitch burnt a veggie burger, both sides. Ew. So it was terrible. She, we laughed. We cracked up about it all day long. But she just tries to be healthy. She left the food for five minutes. I'm like, what do you think you're doing? Like, the, the house is going to smoke up and burn yeah. The poor painter at our house was like... I hope she's not going to school for um, cooking. Oh, I was no. crying, laughing. <laughs> crying. Savage. But that wasn't you, but 
Whole Foods though. Whole Foods is bomb. When I visited my friend in Austin, we got a sushi burrito from there. I've never even been set my foot into Whole Foods. Oh, it's good. I heard it's very really good. Nazi. Yeah. And the pit was fighting with my boyfriend about hating his best friend. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I probably need to refill my glass for this one, but I don't. I don't hate anyone. Um. I went through a time, I mean, probably my pregnancy, I was a monster. I really will say I'm a monster, and people out there will know I, mean, I was a monster. Right I was literally a Just monster. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had a, yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, I do get, you, get, you do get in the rough rut where you do feel like, oh, my God, you're with them too much or too much or too much an influence, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I still, like, I have love for all my people at the end of the day. My yeah. people out there, my boys, I've always loved, and they know I love them. Uh, that's who I've always talked to or whatever, but... At, so, I did come across times where I did where I was like I didn't want to say I hated them but I was like oh my god they're pissing me them. off and you're acting just like them and you're gonna piss me off so do you have advice if you're like a significant other in the middle of you want to support your significant other but you don't like their best friend like what in a sense I don't go you go that the more you go psycho mode on them which I've learned is like trying to get them to go away yeah. the more that person's gonna be attracted to them so the more you push and you don't want them to be with that person they'll just go hang with them more Exactly. And it's going to piss you off because you're not getting your way. So you feel right. like you're getting left out. So right. it's not going to make anything better. It's just going to make you more agitated and there's going to be more fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make him more distant. Um, but I think I would say is try to put yourself in your shoes and try to see. So most guys, they're just like girls. We think guys are more tougher than us. But they really are a bunch of bitches mm-hmm. that literally, they really are, <laughs> that have a bromance of their best friends or their uh-huh. group. And they're a clique mm-hmm. as well, even though we don't think of it as a clique. We think yeah. of them as just Bros, going on buddies, you know, whatever, poker buddies, whatever you're doing. But we think of it as that, and but if they're really not, they're girls, and they are connected to their people. So you have to think about how would you feel for your best friend? What would you do? You kind of have to put yourself in those tough shoes. Even though I get it, you could be annoyed with someone, and something they doing is sh- something that they are doing is shitty. Yeah. But in a sense, you have to put yourself in their shoes and think about what would you do and how would you handle that. Maybe let them have their time, and you can hang out with them after, or maybe you know have them have their date and just yeah. kind of relate on. Maybe you have to hang out separate from the best friend. Instead of being with them so it doesn't agitate you as much. Yeah. If the person is changing on you, then that's maybe something that you and your boyfriend or significant other need to talk about. And I think if the best friend's affecting your boyfriend's actions and thoughts, that's something that that's when I think it's important for you to step in. Like if you're seeing your significant other's actions change because of one person, that's when not saying you need to like blow up and be crazy, but that's when I think communication comes in because you need to be like, yo. Totally. When totally. you have this person, you're like change and like I don't even know who you are so totally I think in that communication is key and if they choose to keep that best friend around I mean if you love the person of color that might be something that just exactly you have to find a nice balance for that's never no fun though so and one more the pit peak spending time with fam on Monday Ooh, oh, a lot yeah. of fam time this weekend I like it memorial cookout oh I can relate to this pit confusion with my career next steps Woo. Hmm. That goes into our topic today. Yeah, but you could talk with that so we can lead into our topic. You don't want to talk celeb news? Or you yeah, we can. News? Yeah, we can. I okay, well, whoever thing. just said that pit hold, we're going to get there in two seconds. We have some celeb news. Snooki and her baby. Our third baby, Angelo. I, I literally was just creeping on her literally two nights ago because really? I'm like, when is she going to fucking pop? When is this bitch going to pop? And I was like, oh my God, she's huge. And I kept, I was going back and back seeing when she was posting like eight months, seven yeah. months or how many weeks she was. And I was like, when is she going to pop? And then I saw it today. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's cute. So now she's a mama of three. three. I heard my mom said, Whew. three will F your life up a little bit more. Two will F your life up, but three really will. 
But yikes. The thing is, but my mom says after that point, you're in the clear. Three makes no difference in five or six or so. Yeah, that's why my mom says she's like after two, it's like the. Yeah, it doesn't. You, you, you're good. Yeah. Um. What else was he's a cutie though? Um. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he was involved in a murder trial back. Murder trial back in 2002, which I was shook. I never even knew that. And I'm like all about true crime, so I don't know how I did not know this, but I guess back in 2002 when Ashton Kutcher wasn't even like he wasn't big yet. Um, he was going on a date with this girl, but he was running late to the date. So when he showed up at her house, she wasn't answering. He's like, oh, shit, she's mad at me. That's why she's not answering the door or answering my phone. And he looked in the window of the house. Like, he tried to walk in the door, and, like, the door was locked. And he looked in the window, and he saw red on the carpet. He thought it was a wine stain. So he, yeah, he thought it was just, oh, she spilled wine. Like, he didn't think it was blood. So he left. He's like, oh, she's mad at me. Like, I'm just going to leave. Um, and then I guess it came out that she was like murdered and he called the police right away. Cause he's like, my fingerprints are all over that. Like yeah. I opened the door. I she was, was here. stabbed 47. Times. Yeah. And it said the 12, like the 12 times were like actually what killed her, but he just kept going. And yes, I mean, honestly, I mean, I can't, if you're going 50 times on someone. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, and I guess then it, this whole trial's coming out because it's this serial killer killer called the Hollywood Ripper. So he's killed two other women and attempted to murder one more, but she survived. Yeah. So that's like his big trial. So he's on trial for like almost three murders. So now that's why Ashton's on trial because like they finally testify against it. Yeah. But I would say, speaking of that though, everyone, you need to go read, um, not read, sorry, go watch the Ted Bundy with Zac Efron in it. You on liked Netflix. it? I did. I heard it was meh. I liked it. Really? I, I was intrigued. I liked did stuff you watch, like that. Did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes? Um, That's I like a documentary. I did see that. It was playing right after. I wish I did. Yeah, you should um, watch that I'm one. That one's to. good too. But it was really, I mean, it really was good because I, I, I knew the then. gist of it. Yeah. But I didn't know the whole that story. That was a whack. And I liked it, but I thought Zach Efron really? did a great job. I, I, mean, think I mean, I think they're, like, the way they looked, first of all, I'm like, holy crap, they look similar. Because wasn't it the movie from the girlfriend's perspective? Yeah, kind of. It really was just the cases perspective. It was all about the cases. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't, like, about their personal relationship. It's just how mm-hmm. she was kind of drowning throughout this whole thing. But at the same time, you're seeing how. Ted Bundy was playing out. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but that's good. So check that out on Netflix if you didn't see Netflix. It's crazy that true crime's like such a like it's so in right now. Like everyone's so into the documentaries. Like I all I listen to is like true crime podcasts. Like that's just something that I feel like everyone can relate to because at the same time, I mean (laughs) relate to well, n- not relate. I'm saying relating to liking the documentaries. Oh, oh, oh I'm not, sorry. Not Cindy. relating to serial killers. The hell. Um, uh, yeah, it's something that intrigues like everyone. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like because one, it's there those type of things where you sit down, and you watch a scene, you have to know what happens next or what happened yeah, prior. So you they need get to you right quick. But yeah, but today we're going to be talking about you know we talk about everyone says 20 fun you know even mm-hmm. though we passed our 21 <laughs> you know step but. Um, today we're going to be talking about, you know, what happens throughout your twenties and what people should have warned you of or what we're going through now that we're just kind of dealing with that. We're like, eh, I didn't think it was going to be like yeah. this. Or Cause I, I feel like everyone's, when you're entering your twenties, like, oh my God, your twenties are the best years of your life. Like they're so fun and blah, blah. And they're like, I was just always saying, positive. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. You know? And now I'm like, what, I was just what, saying last starting? night to someone that I was like, oh my God, I was 20 years old in this. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 20. I'm cool. Like I yeah, said, like you I was 20. Like, I'm nice. Mm-hmm. I'm in my 20s. This and you hear your 21st, like, I'm really cool. Uh, exactly. Now I'm like, meh. Mm. I'm not cool anymore. Yeah. I'm going but through, that, that I'm going kinda... a midlife crisis already at 23. Oh, yeah. Same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's kind of, so we didn't, I wanted to say this person's pit like right now because this is kind of our first topic that we wanted to hit on is her pit was confusion with my career slash next steps. Riley really can hit this on the nail because you guys still have two semesters left of colegio, which okay. you don't know college, but 
So yeah. I thought always when I went to college that, oh, right when you get out of college, you get a job. Like, it's so easy. You just live life, basically. Finding a job, one, was probably the most stressful thing ever. It's You get a lot of no's. You have a lot of interview practice. It's like hope, and then you get a no. Yeah, it's like a mix of emotions. So that's already hard. And then by the time I was graduating, I was like, this sounds so bad. I just wanted a job, and I was like freaking out because, I don't know, that's what's expected of you is you're graduating, you should have a job. That's just the gist of it. Honestly. Yeah, that's just how yeah. people like think life is, which is kind of the, I think that's where pressure from society comes because they're like you don't have a job yeah like what are you doing so the day I got offered the job I'm at now I actually got denied the morning it was like two days before Christmas I got denied from TJ Maxx in the morning and this job I really really wanted and then I got the call from the company I'm at now that I got a job offer and I wasn't even happy because I was still upset about the job before um so it's like a craft and home goods company I went to school for fashion so this is not really what I want to do um but it's, but it's like, a step in the door. Yeah. So let's just say that yeah. first. So I was really excited. I mean, I'm I'm still very thankful. I mean, it's it's been a great first job. I've definitely learned a lot. Not even just about the e-commerce side of um, retail, but just about corporate in general. Because a lot of jobs, they want you to have that year at corporate. But I think a lot of people get out of college and they expect to know automatically what they want to do. Because you go through college and a lot of people change their majors and they don't know what they want to do. And um, so I was expecting to come out of college and be like, oh, this is what I want. I, I'm going to get a job and exactly what I want to do. And I still don't know what I want to do. I mean, I love fashion. That's what I've always been passionate about. But do I want to go to buying? Do I want to do merchandising? Do I want to open up my own store? I'm like all over the place. So I think when I first got out of college, I really struggled in this weird place in life because I'm like, this is not what I want to do. I went to school for four years and I'm not in the place I want to be. So I think right now, like I'm a huge planner. I want everything planned out. I like my days planned out. And I'm in this place in life where I have no idea what's going to happen. But I feel like at the same time, <laughs> that's where a lot of people I've been hearing. Yeah. Right? Like, and on the opposite of, opposite side for me, um, I'm in the end where I like, you know, got, you know, everyone knows my, like, you know, my rock where I had to do my pregnancy first. And I mm-hmm. still have my two semesters left of college, which I'm handling, you know. But um, I feel like a lot of people I've known that I'm like, oh my God, they're graduating. They're so much better than me. Everyone's so much better off. And, but I feel like, um, everyone is kind of in that step where they're just kind of like, what am I doing? I don't right. really like this. I didn't like that. But like you were saying, society, you're in this place where it's like, you graduate, you have to get a job. Where are you working? That's what mm-hmm. everyone says right mm-hmm. away. Are you working? What are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's a great company. Or do you like it? Or, right. And a lot of people, and I've, what I've learned from hearing wise, even with Sean, like, you know, Sean's finance and accounting, a lot of people say you have to take your first job sometimes to be the just stepping stone mm-hmm. for that's where true. you want to be. Um, I mean, people that can get a job right away and they love it. And that's what they did for, you know, 45 years. But it's like that's people awesome. that are like in nursing and teaching, like you automatically, you go right into that field. Like yeah. you're, that's a career and a um, education and, that you just go right into. But like PR and like fashion and business, it's, you can go 5,000 different places. It's it, not absolutely. Like one There's not just one position where you're going. You're not teaching English. You're not right. cooking. You're not doing that. Like you're doing, you have so many different right. steps. And within that step, you're, there are so many others. Right. But, and I think that's what I struggle with because like I'm still like, what am I good at? What I like? And it's almost like in your career, you have to like try it before you know. Yeah, exactly. So I think, and it's like Sydney said, like everyone's in that place, but sometimes it's hard for me to 
like think like oh everyone's there because you see all these people doing all this cool stuff and working and they say they like their job I'm like well am I the only one that doesn't really like mine and I'm the only one that's struggling to figure out what I want to do so the thing about the society which is even crazier is that everyone just bases it off of all whatever you're posting we go back this is week mm-hmm. one but everyone is struggling which I've noticed today when we went to the apartment this one woman's talking about her life and she's talking about, you know, what she wants to do with her life and her career. This isn't what she wants to do, but she's just trying to keep it together because everything, she just seems like so messy. She didn't have a manual for life. I said, honey, this is literally what we're talking about today. Yeah. I said, don't worry. Everyone is there. Right. And, I'm, and I get myself to say that now, even though I have my moments of doubt where I'm thinking like, I don't like what I'm doing. Obviously, of course, I need to be somewhere else. And there's an expectation that needs to be held up to that what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. But... I need to know everyone is not doing right. the best. But where's this pressure coming from that we all feeling? Like, is it coming from ourselves? Like, I don't feel it from my parents. I don't feel it from my friends. Like, am I just putting that pressure on myself? Because th- <coughs> it's society and like, <coughs> yeah, like, I just don't, where is that? Am I, I've always, I don't want to say, I've, I've always been kind of hard on myself, but why can't I chill myself out? Like, I'm always like... Because you want the best for yourself, and I think that's very admirable about you that you want to, I mean, for everyone, honestly, everyone wants the best for themselves. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to do the best they can. Everyone wants to have the dream job. We grow up and we focus our lives into school, high school, college. I mean, all this stuff to get us to this point, to get us to our dream job of what we want to do. We yeah. focus on this career so much throughout the four years of school that we're like, all right, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to be like. I want it to be like this. We see so many movies. I mean... I don't want to be going to fantasy stuff like that, but like... But I think maybe that is the pressure. We see movies and shows where, like, I'm watching the show called The Bold Type, and they all have a job at a publishing firm in New York City. I'm sorry, what 20-year-old... I mean, that's awesome exactly. if you do, but that's a very, very rare circumstance where exactly. you're at a top publishing company having your dream job at 22. Like, I don't and, know. And everyone has to, I think, think that if you don't get that first job, everyone thinks, oh my God, my life's over in a sense. Yeah. Like... Sometimes you get stressed out and I'm like, oh my God, I hate this job. What am I going to do? Because we're so used to our parents, you know, working somewhere for 20 years, 25 years, 30 right. years. And we're like, right. oh my God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing for 30 yeah, years? Yeah, like, do I have to be How here? How the heck do I leave? like it? Yeah. But most people go through life, you know, changing their careers three times. Yeah. You know? I know a lot of people, that, I mean, a lot of parents I know that, not even like on my set of parents, but like, you know, my friend's parents that have gone through something, they're like... I went to school for this and I didn't even... You end up somewhere else. Yeah. Because you find out you like something more. Like I didn't even like that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I just feel like that just gets us to a place where we want to find a place in our world mm-hmm. where we just want to find, you know, our comfortability with our careers or life or where we're living and all this stuff. And from my perspective, I'm in a little different because you like have your career and all that stuff. You're starting your career. Yeah, no, at least no. I should say. Um, I'm going to stop where like, you know, I feel like I had to push myself back a year. So now I'm just trying to get myself ca- yeah. like caught back up into grass life again. So was it hard for you to, I know you were out of school while you had Brayden has it been hard for you to like get back? Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, I, like we talk about all the time that we hate the unknown all the mm-hmm. time and we, it just makes us really uncomfortable. For me, it makes me sick to my stomach if I have to do something like, I don't want to be in this, I've already been like going so much forward with being a mom and all this yeah. stuff. I'm not a person where I want to be a stay at home mom. If you're a stay at home mom, I would love to be you so bad. Yeah. But I just know for myself, I just, that's just not for me. Yeah. I had this dream for myself for a career wise or, you know networking social media wise yeah. all this stuff what i like to do but i've gotten this rut where i'm so used to being a mom and i'm working my job you got where I'm comfortable, at now. which is okay but exactly. like it's hard to get out of that so again. i'm comfortable um which is just crazy which so i'm like i'm never gonna be like that yeah but i would say i'm just like i don't know i'm just 
it was hard. It's hard for sure to go back to like fast forward back to my mm-hmm. life I am now in the present and be yeah. like, all right, do this right now. It's like, eh, well, I got to get him down for a nap. I got to do snacks. Yeah, I got to do this. You're going to mom mode. And then, exactly. And then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to call today. Yeah. And so yeah, it's tough like that. But so getting myself back to I feel like I'm just kind of lost where I'm like, oh shoot, do I still like my career that I was going to do a year ago? Do I still like this? Or I started this new path. Do I like this? Yeah. Do I, would I rather do this? Would I like to be a stay-at-home mom? I'm just like all in these different places. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like myself is stuck or I'm like you don't confused know which way to go. on yeah. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, I don't doubt myself because I'm a person where I'm set on this one career. I like this and this is what I am. Yeah. And I'm very good with talking and networking. And that's what I like. I right. love that career for myself, PR. But um, do you feel like this? I don't know. I'm not a mom. Do you feel like any like kind of mom guilt kind of like going back to school or putting yourself first? Or you know what? Not really? I never really got that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say it's different with each child, yeah. but I never was kind of like, oh my God, I'm being so bad. I'm going to work. Yeah. I can't leave my kids. I, to be honest, I love Brayden to death, but when I was time for me to go back to work, I'm like, thank fucking God. Thank you. Well, every but, mom deserves a break. Exactly. Like, and then you kind of feel guilty about that. And then like, you get to work like, feel, should yeah. I feel more sentimental? Right. But I love my child. You feel guilty death. about that. But I'm just a working girl. So yeah. I'm ready to get my money back, good. ready yeah. to do all this other things. But um, all this other stuff come into play. I feel like I need to get myself back. But I don't feel necessarily guilty yeah. about being a worse mom than someone yeah. else. I don't feel like that at all. I don't really care. I just know a lot of moms, doing. like, because I work with young moms they have felt the guilt of going back to work and yeah you know should i should i try to stay at home you know i'm sure that's like a battle for a lot and of i did and i was dying to really get out of the house week two of my pregnancy after having Braden, i was ready like we need to just go and he's like right where's that mark we need to literally drive around the, the block yeah. or something because i'm bored yeah it's but hard. i love my child i'm sure it's hard like for while you're Totally. That was first month when totally. you're taking I mean, a baby stuck first in the house. month first year first now yeah i mean so um it's always hard but i mean that's really what it is. I just felt a guilt of, you know, was I going to feel worse along the way? But I just feel fine. I just, I'm just going along with the ride with Brayden and all this stuff. And he's doing just yeah. fine with how I'm doing. So did you struggle when you had Brayden and afterwards, like seeing your body change from bigger? Yeah, we've been going into this. Um, yeah, I definitely feel bigger like, as in pregnancy. Not no, 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 bigger, no, no, but like no, no, no. seeing your belly. Grow I feel and... like more now. I mean, I feel like I was perfectly fine. Maybe a couple of months ago, I've been going ham eating out, eating out. I mean, I'm not like I've gained a lot or anything. I really am probably the same weight. I really am. But my stomach is a spot. Me and my mom talk about this all the time. My stomach is Sydney. that son of a bitch. You We're look like, great. We're just like it. That's just, it just what it is. What it is. Yeah. It's not like I'm like over exaggerating. Just. That's the spot we get. Gaining weight, it's just the stomach. That's what happens. I fucking can't stand it. It drives me freaking nuts. Like, I could literally eat healthy for a freaking week, have salads every week, and then it goes down flat. I have a cheeseburger. And like, so it's not like you're eating fat, you just get bloated. I do, but then it stays a little bit more. Yeah. It's just like, it's just annoying. And I have I, to focus on working out again. Yeah. But. I've noticed that too. I feel like when we were in our teens, like, I never felt like foods didn't, like, make me bloat. And now, like, I'll be bloated, like, a lot. And I've oh never... God. So I was because I had sports every day in my freaking yeah, life until college. All I mean, time. all of college. I mean, what, until junior year, I had sports every freaking day, or until senior year, I had sports every freaking day in my life, and I loved it. I was so active. I was doing this, even drinking. I was like, I'm fine. I don't care. Right, because you work out. Pick out Taco Bell, two o'clock in the morning. Don't give a shit. I'm still gonna play volleyball tomorrow. And now you gotta really watch it. Like I've, like now there's certain foods that like I know that bother me or make my skin break out or me feel bloated, and it's like. Yeah. I miss the days where I didn't worry about all this. Like, fuck that. I don't know why. I always tell my mom this. I don't know why certain things are the way they are. Like, 
Why all of a sudden now does a cheeseburger make me bloat? Right. When literally before I was fine. Yeah, people could say, well, you were working out before. No, fuck that. Because I'm still the same right. weight. So right. I don't get it. I don't it. get it. Um, and same with like Cindy didn't experience this because we were talking about before. But in the fall, like I experienced, like I, my acne was bad like right before high school and it was fine. And then this past fall, it like acted up again. Like I was getting like really bad breakouts on my cheek and I was like, what is happening? Like, it came out of, absolutely out of nowhere. I was like, Am I, I didn't change face washes. I didn't do anything different. And it was, I mean. Did you change your birth control? No. I've been on the same birth control since I was 16. Yeah. So it was, I didn't Ooh, know what it really was. I that birth control at 16. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 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 Woo! But anyway. No, I regret that. Um, anyways. Um, but then I finally went to the dermatologist because I just, like, felt ugly. Like, no matter how much makeup I had on, I always noticed it. And then when I went to the dermatologist, she's like, oh, yeah, like a lot of girls in their, like, early 20s get hormonal acne. I'm like, no one told me this. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know this was a thing. She's like, yeah, because, like, right now your body really wants babies. Like, it's just, like, the natural thing. Like, this is when your body thinks you're going to have babies. So, like, your hormones are acting up. So, my face started breaking out. I'm like, I thought acne was just in, um, when you're going through puberty, not again. So, I guess you have two puberties because some people... Well, my body must have been begging then for a kid because I didn't get to go through that. Um, on the other end, uh, my body was begging for kids. But at the same time, um, I think with myself, I have a, I've had a history with eczema forever, so I don't get to relate. It's not the same thing. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm sure eczema has something to do with hormones as well, but I have to go more and research with that. But my after my pregnancy or with my pregnancy, I used to have eczema as a little child. Before, you know, long ago, and it used to be in the middle of my, like, you know, my forearm, in between my, you know, bicep and, you know, my forearm. But now it's literally after my pregnancy, when I got pregnant, it was literally, it just inflamed everywhere. I mean, back on my thighs. And you it's know. still bad. Still bad. Still bad. Hard to, I have to go to my dermatologist and get more, but it's just different things. I mean, they say heat can make it do something, hot water. I mean, it's like everything. It's the things I eat, all these different yeah. things like it, that can make it inflame that you don't know. But, but that's something, again, you'd have to worry about before. Exactly. I thought when I was done with that, I, like, came out of my eczema probably when I was 12. And I was like, all right, get them. don't have to have it. And Literally, probably when I was, you know, freshman in college, I got it again. And it was real bad. And I was like, what the heck is going on with my body? Right. You know? And like, I feel like no one, like, yes, your parents weren't warn you about, you're going to go through puberty, you know, your body's going to change, this and that. And then no one tells you that it changes again. Exactly. Like, Where's where, that where was the mid-20s talk? Yeah. Not the fifth grade talk. Let's open up the pop-up books yeah. all over again Wait, and I talk about American it. American Girl book where it shows you how to put a tampon in. Oh, my God. I never got that, but I have American Girl doll. Yeah, it was like a book from American Girl doll, and it, like, breaks you down how to... If you had an American Girl doll, you were you shit. shit. Yeah, something because you know where it's at. We were blessed to have some freaking American Girl dolls because... That was the shit. I still have mine. I'm going to keep mine. I have mine, too, but she has probably no hair now because we cut it all off and she wears no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> We treated our dolls like shit. We treated everything like shit in our house. What's well, terrible? That's sad. My mom said we had no concept of taking care of things. We really didn't, though. Well, now you do. So we were just rough. But anyways, going at like not even body changing, but just like your even emotional your changes. Life. Yeah, well, that too. Social changes, emotional changes. Riley's been talking to me about all the time. Like we talk about every week. Want to go out, do something fun. I'm in the mood for a glass of <laughs> wine, a flight of wine. You know, margarita. I'm like, like oh crap, I gotta. Get a babysitter. I got to see if Sean doesn't have plans or something. I'm like, then by the time I do that, I'm like, dang, I'm really just tired. Yeah, like Friday nights, I literally don't want to do anything but sit on my couch and go to bed at 10. Exactly. Because we're so in this routine, I feel like, that we have to, you know, 
go to bed at this certain time or we have these other duties. So by the time we actually have the time to do something, it's like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather not. But then I see all these other kids our age like going out all the time. I'm like, don't you have a job? Applaud to you guys because damn, send some of that sprinkle my way because I have no. But then desire. that makes me feel lame. I'm like, should I be out? Like, why am I not going? That's what out? we talk about. We feel guilty because we're like, we should have a certain expectation of someone else, right? Which is so crazy, but we're different. Who cares? I mean, I rather appreciate my really good times and going out every single night and then waking up like shit. That's the one thing I don't regret. Though. Yeah, that feels. I mean, one thing I don't miss is that going out and I wake up like, crap. Everyone yeah. knows me in high school, college, you know me, I was pukey-bookey. Like, I puked all the freaking time. <laughs> all the time. You name it. That was Sid's MO. I mean, it was three shots turning at ten. I mean, it just was no no limit for me. So I puked every single time. Now when I'm in the certain routine, now when I go out, I really can only hold myself till maybe three, four cocktails, and then I have a beer and I'm good. I mean, it's so he's like three, four. I know, three, four, five. It's nothing. No, I mean, but I mean, they're watered down. You know, what I mean. Oh. No, but probably. I mean, I can't do shots anymore. I can't. I can't live hard anymore. People go out. I'm like, applaud to you. I'm like, how do you rally all day? Sitting, you go out. I'm saying I don't go out at all. I don't go out though as much as I think. I mean, my thing is, I go to the freaking local pub here, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a beer at my dinner. I'm like, oh, that's going out for me. Not where I'm going out at ten o'clock at night, coming back at two thirty in the morning. That's true. Not my thing. I feel lame. But then sometimes I like my lane. So do I. Like, sometimes I feel lame when I, again, seeing people post on social media that, that they're out. But I'm like, if I go out, like, I'm just thinking, I want to be home. Exactly. So why not just stay home? Exactly. You know? I mean, if I'm comfy, it's a done deal. If I'm yeah. in sweats. If, yeah, if my it, makeup's off, It's not happening. It's a, it's a done deal. Yeah. I mean, for me, all I need is, if I even start, I'm going to have a couple glasses of wine. All I need to do is lay my head on the pillow. I know. Out. There's no question But that's, about again, it. the pressure of your 20s. I feel like once you turn 21, people just expect you to, like, go out all the time. and Live your life. It's the best the thing. Which right, should right. be the best do time of your life. Yeah. Do it before you get married. Do this. And it's like, I don't want to, though. Yeah. It's like, I really want to. I really do. Yeah. The thought of it sounds cool, but then but I'm like. I can't. Nah. Yeah, my body's Do I really want to spend, like, like, spend money on drinks and wake up the next day feeling like garbage? Exactly. It ain't happening really. for me. Sorry. So I guess I need to get over the the fact of the social peer pressure that I need to be going out and drinking because I really don't want to be. Yeah. So what do you feel like is your next step, like your your next horizon that we talk about that you want to set yourself to go to? I mean, like we talked about, you know, where we want to be compared That's to a great how question. we are now. I mean, we really um, don't know. I mean, I really, if you ask me now, I would say, I don't really know. If you, like, in the next year, yeah, I would like to be at a fashion company. That would be awesome. Whether yeah. that's starting my own store online or just being more in a fashion environment. And I would like to move. So I would like to get out of Ohio. Honey, I don't blame move you. Somewhere. Me and Cam have been the talks of it. So we're saying in a year, if we're still here, we're just peacing out. Screw off. <laughs> Screw off. You can leave too. Yeah, I know. But it's harder. Um, what about <laughs> you? I'm just laughing now because I was thinking about myself. Um, in a year, where would you like to be? Well, first of all, I would like to have my degree and be done. Then I feel like that I'm just like so late to the party because then I feel like then I'm going to go through all this stuff that you guys already have experienced. When I have my support, I can just be like, girl, been there. This is what you do. And that's what you do. And exactly. You go. But I said, like, find my job that I like. I mean, I could go um, further, but I think I have some other personal things that I have to stay where I'm from at the time to be around to help out home life mm-hmm. because I've got a lot of things that I'm responsible for at home where I've grew up my whole life. Um, so in a sense with that, it kind of just freaks me out because I'm just like, don't know. I mean, people have all these crazy things. They want to move to the South. They want to move, you know, 
you know, the West Coast or all this stuff, and I would like to, but then at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I'm, I know I can. But in a sense, for me being responsible for a lot of things, I've always been responsible with my family. I just feel like I just don't know. Yeah. I had this talk with someone the other day. I'm like, oh, my God. How did you even, like, say, oh, I grew up in Aurora here, and I raised my kids here. I'm like, oh, my God, is that going to be me? Yeah. Where I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, all my friends are Would be you gone. be okay with that, though? Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I like Aurora. It's such a cute time. And then sometimes I think about it, like, with, like, you leaving or some people, other people I know that are going to be leaving and they want to move somewhere else. I'm just like, oh, my God, I want to do that stuff, too. Yeah. You know? And the, it, the thought of moving, like, I really want to do it. But when I think about it, I'm like, that's the scariest thing ever is leaving everything you know and just moving where you know nobody. Yeah. I and get I, that. I think that's absolutely terrifying, but it's also really exciting. And I'm like, that would be so much fun to live in. Te- go back to Texas or move to the West Coast or just I mean I always say like if it doesn't work out I can always come back like exactly there's always there's always gonna be family here there's always gonna be people I know here so it's I can always move out there for three years and okay if I want to start a family and do that in Aurora I can Aurora totally you can anywhere. always come back yeah so I think I have to keep that in mind because I have this pressure like what if I move and I hate it and then I'm like too embarrassed to be like uh dad I don't like this anymore. you know like yeah I know, but you shouldn't be ashamed. I mean, you try it, you don't like it, right. you know, you come back, right. it's fine. You, have, you still have your life. Yeah. I mean, you're just coming back to where you came from. But change, like, always freaks me out. So even thinking about moving, I'm just like... And I finally have my own place, and I've kind of made it home, and I do love it there. But then again, I'm like, this is the time to... It's just crazy to me, like, how I think about it. And I, you know, you asked me, like, you know, how do I feel about certain things? But I, like, had these expectations. I always say, expectation is my word today. Yeah. But... You know, I thought I'd be working downtown. All right, I thought I would just, like, be living, you know, out of state because I've always told myself I want to live in Chicago. I've just always been that busy girl that never wants to be bored. I love city life. and The hustle and bustle. Literally, just on the go. I'm bored if I'm sitting down for more than a half hour. Yeah. I just, I'm just like that kind of person, so I just can't stand to, you know, sit around. But, I mean, now I just have to figure out how to grasp myself back to life mm-hmm. and get myself back to where I need to be. And where I want myself to excel and go to. Yeah. Instead of just sitting back and just seeing all this time flash before my eyes. And then now I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, now five years are gone. Like, shit, what am I supposed to do now? Like, you know, I don't want to get to that point where my mom's warning me about I want to just start living my life again and figure out how to push myself more and more. I feel like I need more motivation than I do with my procrastination now because I'm very a good procrastinator because I'm caught up with so many other things for someone else. you have a baby. Yeah, so. for, you know, for Brayden. So I feel like at the same time, I just like, I'm so easy with procrastinating that I'm like, oh, it's because I have to focus on 10 other things. So do you feel like having Brayden has made time go by 10 times faster? Oh, without a doubt, because I didn't think he would be 16 months now and at all. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like he was just two months. I feel like, like you were pregnant like yesterday. I know. I feel like I was pregnant <laughs> for a year when I was pregnant. I was like, oh my God, I mean, you really are pregnant, like in a sense for a year. Like, but it I mean, so long exactly i was just like oh my god is this baby ever gonna come and now it's like holy shit where'd the baby go go? now he's a toddler you know putting his hands behind his head and just kicking a foot up he really is and i'm just like who the hell are you yeah you know and i just feel like because we talked about this earlier but in college we don't really have this we have our recollection of time but not like time in life i feel like i feel like we're like we're just worried about like the next day but now i'm at we're both at the age where it's like okay well we want this in five years or in 10 years. We want this or yeah. we can see more that time's going by a lot quicker. And now that I have like a nine to five and I have a routine and you and Brayden have a routine, it's like 
days go by so fast because you're almost doing the same thing every single day. Totally. I feel like in college I was bopping, you know, bouncing around one step to whatever. Like, yeah, I have to do this, but yeah. I really should do this. And I'll hold it off to tomorrow because I just have till Sunday to get it done. Right. And now it's like, these things happen every day, whether I like it or not. Whether Braden wakes up at 7 o'clock in the morning on the dot every time, that's going to happen yeah. every day. I mean, maybe I'll get 8.30, but I mean, he's going to wake up every day and I have to be up before him or right. I have to be up at the same time with him. And you I can't have... really like lack of days because it's like, well, now we have to eat, we have to play, we have to yep. change. Make sure he does things or, you know, because I get guilty in the sense where I'm tired, but I'm like, oh my God, I don't want my child to be, you know, bored mm-hmm. or I don't want to feel like I had a waste of a day for him because mm-hmm. I have to be at work at 3 o'clock. Right. So I'm like... There's no way that I just, you know, I have to do something before right. 3 o'clock comes along. I have to get in the shower at least by 1 o'clock if I right. don't because I'm going to be late. And as an adult, we have to, like, our mom's not there to do everything else that we don't, like, exactly. growing up, I didn't think twice that she was doing it. Now I'm like, well, I have to do laundry. I have to clean. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to yep. cook dinner right after work. I can't just go home and sit there and have a plate of food right there and my laundry done. And that's something I think that time, it goes by quicker and then weekends come and that's why I think I don't have this motivation to go out and drink because I'm like, I just worked like a 40-hour week. I don't want to do anything or I want to be more low-key. So I think that makes time goes by fast is when you get in this routine and six months go by and I look back, I'm like, where? I've been graduating for a year and a half. Like, where did that, where did exactly. that go? Exactly, and that's crazy for you to even say that too. But I mean, I feel like that that's where everyone kind of is right now that I'm, you know, that I've been talking to certain people. I feel like everyone doesn't have it all together. Right. And that everyone's just trying to figure themselves out. And this is where it's kind of getting good in our lives, even though we think it's like, you know, holy crap, what the hell is happening in our life? But it's still getting good because we're learning all these other great qualities where we feel like we have more appreciation for our parents or Mm -hmm. whoever we lived Mm -hmm. with or who was our, you know, guardians for us as we were growing up. because. I almost, in a sense, think it's kind of fun getting to this age, even though it's stressful as hell. It is fun. It but is fun. in a sense, it's like, oh my God, like we break it down like that of what we have to yeah. do every day. I'm like, holy crap, this is what I'm doing every day. And I like that independence. Some days I'm like, oh my God, I'm, like I cooked and I took Remy out and I went to the gym and I like that self-independence that I'm doing things by myself. But some days I'm like, fuck, where's my mom? Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my God, honey, I still cry to I my mom. I just want to like exactly. not do anything. And I think that's where I get really like anxiety is like, I don't know. I just feel like time's going by so fast. I'm not where I want to be. And I'm sure a lot of people aren't. But to me, everyone looks like they're in a cool place. And I'm exactly. just sitting here like, um, I know, I'm but I feel like even though we, like we always say, we see a picture of someone and things are doing 10 times better. Right. But I feel like everyone is trying to get life moving and trying to achieve something. It's yeah. just, we're all different of how we're going to get certain things I just have done. to remind myself that this is like a small part of life in the huge picture. Like this is just like a little hump. Like I'm not going to be in this rut forever and I'm not going to be in this, I hope I'm not in this lost spot of my career forever. I'm like, everyone always figures it out and they get to the spot in life. I heard your 30s are great, so I'm just... <laughs> I did hear that. I mean, I, I did hear that. I did hear that, actually. Check back with us in 10 years and we'll let you know we'll let they you are. Know. But, but I mean, I just suggest maybe like, you know, certain people have different routines of what they want to do to help themselves get past the stress during their weeks, you know? Like, what do you do? Like... I mean, I feel like if I need to... Now, Brayden has a jogger, so I put him in the jogger, and I try to run with him on the yeah. jogger and get, you know, a breath... Just you know, outside. Even yeah. though I'm panting and huffing and puffing, and I'm You're like, so shit, I can't run two miles... I mean, a mile without, yeah. you know, dying. I mean, I can't run half a mile without dying. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Well, you're pushing a baby. But that's what I try to do. Or I try to really think, or Sean and I like yoga and stuff, even though we don't have much time for it anymore. Yeah. I feel like for something for us, when we try to get this apartment, I think we could even do, do yoga yeah. in our own living oh, yeah. room and stuff that You can we literally YouTube breathe. a yoga class. I know. We do yeah. that because it's so much easier. Yeah. Um, just to do it at home if we have the baby. Yeah. Um, but I just really think stuff like that. What do you do? I've recently got this, my brother's girlfriend suggested this journal. I forget the name of it, but I can post. It's like um, 
it's a five-year journal so like every year on the same day it's cool because you can look back on what you wrote the year before but it's um behind the idea of writing something positive or something you're thankful for that happened throughout your day so I think for a while I've been in this like in and out funk of just being like a negative and down on myself so I think this journal has helped me kind of realize the positives in my life and at the end of the day I have a roof over my head I can buy myself groceries I can still go do fun things so it's good to have a place at the end of the day where I can write something positive that happened to me or something that I'm thankful for like Tuesday had a shitty day and all I wanted to write down was life sucks right now but I wrote that okay well instead of sitting at home and crying I went to the gym and I felt so much better so I wrote that down because I was proud of myself for doing that and it was positive so that's actually really helped me just kind of be more positive and realize that things aren't as bad as they seem um and then I also think it's important to just talk to your friends like this podcast has helped me a lot because I can sit here and talk to a lot of people that I've gotten positive messages from that said I listen to your podcast because I can relate and I thought I was the only one going through it I'm like well I started this because we thought we were the only ones going through this and all these people are too so I think this has been a really good creative outlet for me so I think if you have a good pack of friends behind your back that you can talk to and that won't judge you and you guys can just sit and like bitch together you know it will make you feel so much better it's like a relief like you're just emptying a trunk like I feel better right now same. I mean, this has been a rough recording for us today, but we're oh, just trying to get through life. Through what but this just like oh. adds. This just like adds to our week. But I mean, it's just funny. But I mean, you know, you're gonna have better days than others. Yeah. But I mean, but as we're talking about it, we still laugh about it. We still want to be young. You know, I probably need another glass of wine at this. I need like a gallon of wine in my vein because this <laughs> has just been hilarious. But honestly, this whole week has been a shit job. But like everyone's saying, in all honesty, though, just really listen to your body of how you're feeling that week. If you feel sad about things, try to go out and do something that makes you feel mm-hmm. better about yourself. Or if you need a good cry, let cry it out. It out. Exactly. Whether Call your mom and just cry it out. Exactly. Or if you just want to sit on the couch and watch your favorite show that day, do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I mean, it might be tougher because Brayden just wants to watch Boss Baby all day long and I can't. <laughs> but I just have to like either put a, a headphone in like one side and just listen to music and just relax. Yeah. But, I think it's just important now at this age to like, I mean, I want to talk and Sydney is too. We put a lot of pressures on, on ourselves to be in the place that we think we should be in. But I think it's also important to just sit back and enjoy life and enjoy the moment. Because I think at 40, we're going to look back and be like, shit, I wish I was 23 again. So exactly. I think it's important to enjoy each stage of life, which I'm trying to be better at because I'm like rushing for the next step and I need to be in this moment. So in the now, live in the now, live in the now. I need... I need that tattooed on my forehead. Exactly. Just live in the now, everyone, and just listen to yourself. But it's okay to struggle, too. I mean, we're all here struggling. It's Don't think you're by yourself, because I always think, like, I'm the only one, but... That's how I am every day. But we're yeah. all... I always try to tell Sid, I'm like, it's just a patch. It's just a patch of life. We're all gonna... We're, we're gonna, we're gonna get it. through it. We're, we're gonna, gonna get through it. it. But all right, this... <laughs> we're wrapping this up. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. If you have any suggestions or anything, please, please, please follow us at the MILF and Millennial... Um, we're posting lots of things. We'll post. We want to post Brayden in the pool, so you can oh, see yeah. him as his pool. Um, so we're still posting and everything, and we love your guys' feedback. So keep it coming. Have a fun, relaxing weekend. I'm sure we both made it. Exactly. Now <laughs> on to the next class of wine. Bye. Bye. See you guys next week. <laughs>